0: Welcome back to The Right Hook with George Hook, and it's time to kickstart another business in the company of Jer Tanham of Island Bridge Brand Development. Now, let me tell you about Jer. Jer has been part of Kickstart Your Business for nigh on 25 years, and what he does is he Beats the bushes to find businesses that we can kickstart. Invariably, startups run by brave entrepreneurs who put their money and their time and their imagination and their effort into it. But, Jar, this is different. It What's is different. different about today?
1: Well, we have a, a, a business, um, yeah. but rather than inviting in the business owner in this instance, we've invited in um, a mentor to that business, uh, Dave uh, Bunworth. His introduction to the electric bike. Brought him into uh, contact with Green Air, who import those electric bikes into Ireland, and that galvanised his fitness regime, as well as prompting him to mentor that startup. So. We're delighted to welcome David Bunworth.
0: All right, David, welcome to the programme. Uh, the only obvious del- error that um, jurors appeared to come up with, how does an electric bike help your fitness regime? <laughs> I would have thought it was the opposite. You're supposed to pedal to get fit, no? George,
2: I'm glad you asked me that question because that's exactly what everybody says. Yeah. When I uh, started using an electric bike about three years ago, a okay. friend of mine, Jim Cotter, said uh, he's just bought one. I had exactly the same reaction as you, George. I laughed and I sneered at him. Then I got up on the bike. You have to pedal, George. This is not self-propelled. This is not where you press a button and the electric motor brings you along. It gives you a little push, if they could say that way, and it makes it easier. So a 65-year-old man like me can cycle from Stillorgan to Hoth and back through Sutton, up hills, down dales, and I feel that I've had a good fitness without as asphyxiation happening in and around bold's bridge right. Okay,
0: but well, that's that. But but the key thing that you um, identified and why we asked you is that what you 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 then met the business and um, you were retired, so you had money in your pension fund, and you decided no, this is interesting because I actually wrote an article about this. That I thought you know when I re- retire, it might be worth putting some money into some gung ho business because I've done so much of it. So, but the mentoring you say, what do you do how often do you get involved well I'll firstly
2: tell you how it happened George I went went on a cycling tour that Ollie of Green Air has established I didn't know the guy before cycled around the parts of Spain with him and we started talking he was talking about his business and how he wanted to develop it and at the end of it he said would you help me and I said what can I help you with I know nothing about the bike market but he said no I'd like you just to be as a sort of an older wiser advisor to me And two things that was very important to me, George. A, I liked the product. It's very important. And two, I I liked Ollie immensely. I thought he was a smart guy and he listened. A lot of people don't listen when they're starting a business. He actually listened intently to any observation I'd make. So when I saw that, I said, yeah, I will come in. And I said, uh, you don't have to pay me. So he gave me a great deal on an electric bike, uh, which was his way of helping me on. And since then, George, I have, I'd probably spend half a day or a day a month with him. That would be talking through a business plan, how we're going to do it, how he's going to do it. He's very well supported by a good team in there and his wife, Lisa, who uh, does all the sort of background work on the uh, project. But I'd say the big thing that I would give him is, as you rightly say, it's the scars in the back that I've earned
1: over the years. George, what do you think? Well, I, I look, I think every business benefits, first of all, from somebody outside the business. I think that's something you can't do these things by yourself when you're setting up and, and kind of looking at all the options. It's really useful to somebody outside. And I think, as David said, if it's somebody who has traveled some of that road, even if it's not exactly the same um, business, the same product, but in a sense kind of knows what some of those pitfalls are and, and, and in a sense can help also to translate, I think, some of the bigger kind of business concepts into practical actions. I think that's hugely important. Yeah,
0: You see, David, and my guest is David Bunworth. It's kickstart your business, but we're not looking at it, although we are looking at the business, of course. What we're primarily looking at is, uh, David, about the idea of being a mentor uh, to to young people starting a business. In a way, it's better that you don't know anything about bikes. I'm not saying you don't, but you know what I mean? Because you'd be tempted then to say, why don't you have better pedals or why you know whatever? <laughs> yeah. Whereas by not necessarily being the expert, what he needs, I would imagine, and, and without giving away any secrets, there's like raising capital from banks or whatever. There are legal issues. Um, if he's like a lot of startups, he 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 has that minefield to go through Correct. that's probably where you come from is it
2: it is yeah i mean the, probably the area of how he's going to build a business and expand the because business. your
0: career just to tell people at borgas at aerlingus at at borgas uh, was primarily marketing wasn't it it was Sales and, yeah. marketing. All right, and okay. i have
2: a general management degree because i was managing director of the borgas energy so that gave me a much wider thing of okay. financial services as well involved But going back to what you said, George, you're absolutely true. What I can give him or I endeavour to give Ollie is support on moving the business on, getting him to focus on the three or four things. And the biggest one is to avoid potential relationships with people that are looking to say, do joint ventures with them, etc. I would have had an incident recently where I would have said, be careful, back off. You know, maybe go a slightly different direction. And he, he actually listens to that because he knows I've no vested interest but to give him the best oh, advice I can.
0: Now, this is interesting because I'm going to punt for business now myself on my own behalf. Like, <laughs> it, it, no, but this is a serious question. I was talking to somebody recently who said that the, the statistical possibility of you dying after you retire is actually quite high yes. because when you were busy and everything and then suddenly you stopped being busy. Here am I returns in September and I'm not going to play bridge and I don't play, don't play golf well enough to play Does it. Is there something for David Bunworth in this? And not just the helping and the mentoring, but but like, do you look forward to the half day a month or the month day a month or whatever it is?
2: Absolutely, George, because um, I'm on a couple of boards, which keeps me obviously fairly active. But this is probably the most interesting day-to-day experience I'm involved in. So you're very close to the business. So you actually are rightly on the uh, money on this one. I actually enjoy meeting. And it's not just on a fixed day. I'll pick up the phone to him like yesterday. We'll meet tomorrow. We'll sit down for a couple of hours in a cafe and talk through 2016 and what's happening. I actually enjoy that. Can I, can I liken it yeah, to something, no. George?
1: Yeah, I, I do a bit do. of mentoring myself, although I'm a little younger than, than David and yourself. The more than a little. But <laughs> <laughs> well, what I would liken it to it is, that, you know the way uh, grandparents can have a very different relationship with ch- children their children's children, and they were yeah. able to have with their own children. Yeah. and very often there, there's a sense I think when you're mentoring somebody in, in, in a way you're able to bring you know to bear all of your experience, and there's it, it, there's just much less pressure on the relationship. In a sense, you can indulge um, the, the 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 business in a sense and bring the wisdom without, if you like, the finger wagging and and Absolutely. some and some of the the toughness that parents feel pressured to bring. So I often think that there is a, a kind of a grandfatherly uh, role that's played by the mentor. And I don't mean necessarily because of age, but just simply because yeah. there's that distance and, sure. and the nature of the relationship. And David has talked about something that's really important, which is that you have to like the people you're working with in, in a mentoring s- scenario, because it's much easier to take, you know, tough advice when it's delivered with a bit of affection, with, 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 a, with some sense of... of okay of, of uh, almost kind of a, a gentle approach. If it comes, if it's too hard-hitting, you know, people will hear advice, but they won't follow it. And they'll get tough advice. You know, you could go into the Dragon's Den and get all sorts of tough advice. But you listen to the advice if you believe that the person offering it has your best interest at heart.
0: Yeah. The, the other thing, and my guest, by the way, is David Bunworth, and we're talking about the whole concept of mentoring in a business. and um, In a way, with your experience looking at startups, which we do every week at this time, money is actually probably the easiest thing, is it? You can always get money if you have a good idea. Is that fair or not?
2: Not always, George. Since 2008, as you know, it's been extremely difficult. Now, there's been some very clever ideas of sort of crowdfunding. Uh, I think there was one that was established a number of years ago that actually Ollie got involved with and he got funded by them. That helped him a lot. When the banks this is available.
0: where, like, you set up a website and say, "Send me the widows' mite on a Friday. Send me two and sixpence, and you get a lot of two and sixpences." And uh, you're well, it's not,
2: it's not too far off that, but you would get people sending you 500, 600 and then you buy part of the equity of that company. But in particular, what you buy is part of the loan.
0: Yeah, but you'll probably remind me, one of you two probably knows, isn't there some fella, famous fella who, who said equity was blood or something and you don't give away equity? Aren't, aren't entrepreneurs, David, with your experience, aren't they too quick to give away equity in the early days because they need investment? No? They, I think,
2: I think some of them are, but some of them are very clever in terms of timing. So they get a, a, a raft of money in for a certain equity. Because if they didn't get it in George, they probably would have folded. So in terms of the crowdfunding one, that doesn't necessarily mean equity. All right. In Ollie's case, he didn't allow equity. He actually used it just as a loan for three right. to four years.
0: I, well, we've given you a terrible soft question here, <laughs> like we've delivered in cricketing terms, long hops. Um, <laughs> the, 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 You mentioned Lisa, didn't you? Yes, his wife. Yeah, is in the business. Uh, Could you give us your uh, esteemed opinion on the idea of working with your wife in business? Are you a fan or not?
2: I think it's the bravest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) And if my wife is listening to that, she'll be (laughs) nodding, acknowledgingly.
0: Um, No, but that's true, though. It's it's a good point.
2: I mean, they they met in uh, the MSC College in uh, Smurford Business School. And they had the same ideas, the same views. And the business emanated from that. Not only the marriage, but the business became. But so it's risky. Though, it's very you risky. But Lisa is there. She oh, has okay. a child and she looks after the child, obviously. But she does some of the background work. So she's not there all the time. But she's there enough of the time. I think, I think it could be very difficult.
0: Yeah, I think it's really interesting because like, one of the things I found in my 25 years of failure is is getting people to, that you can actually trust. Now, it's really interesting about family businesses. Um, they they have the wife and they have children and all this. Like, hotels are a really good example of that, like the kidneys, for instance, and stuff like that. Family businesses can either be really very good or
1: really very bad, jerk. can't yeah, well, There's I mean, no
0: kind of middle ground
1: almost. I would suggest that many of our great Indigenous businesses are family businesses, mm-hmm. many of our clients, if not most of our clients. And and one of the, uh, the critical things around the family businesses that you talked about, trust, is, is that when the downturn hit, many family businesses immediately saw the writing on the wall, reduced their own salaries, and looked after the business um, in, in a way that... Um, Non-family businesses often can't, in the sense that there's 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 an honesty very often at, at work in a in a family business, and there's also a okay. sense of, of values which which I believe are really is really important for, in terms of sustaining a business because in, in many respects what you have is you have a a natural methodology to pass on a way of doing things. All right.
0: But but David uh, David Bunroth is a mentor to the name of the company Green Air. Electric bikes. Electric bikes. We should say, like, where can we buy these electric bikes?
2: You can buy them in their shop, actually, just off Pierce Street in McGinnis Place, it's called. Right, uh, they're top of the range bikes. They're about uh, range from about two thousand to you can pay up to six thousand for them.
0: Now, I have to tell you, I dislike people on electric bikes just the same as I dislike people on ordinary pedal cycles <laughs> or tandems <laughs> or any other kind of bicycle.
1: And just a note for listeners, George, it's Green Air A E or as an Air Lingus actually. So if oh, they're looking yeah. for Green yeah. Air, it's Green A uh, E. And A-E-R. have we a webpage? page? They, they they are at greenair dot dot com, dot com exactly. rather. Green yeah. And and is it good? <laughs> you, you, uh, you, I'm going to say something I often say, which is that I, I I don't believe they're selling enough of the benefits of the electric bike. Like David talks, like that was a yeah. great story. <laughs> David talks true story. Yeah, yeah. A the, 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 there is there is a story about uh, uh, about <laughs> Oliver and, and his wife on the site, and there's a certain amount of information. But in, in some Somerset, they jump straight into the brochure. There's a, a straight a jump straight okay. into the catalogue. I'd like to see a little bit more about. Right. Uh, David's story and other stories in a sense You mean
0: David Bunworth hasn't got his picture on the front of the website? <laughs> I don't believe you'd This does. is very I'm unlike him. <laughs> chapters, you <know. laughs> This is very unlike you Get back David Bunworth yeah. right. mm. Greenair A-E-R dot com Electric bike should go to Holt back to Sutton uh, with a puffing once uphill and down Dale proven by David Bunworth uh, Do electric bikes stop at traffic lights and not go up one way streets and all <laughs> and that sort of stuff as you know like that, that
2: a top of the range car is only good as the driver <laughs> George. so on a serious note I actually learnt a lot when I started cycling right. around the okay. scariest thing is the behaviour of cyclists and drivers they're both equally at fault but one of the things I think you raised actually Jared, is a very good point electric bikes actually in Germany the 25 or 30% of the users are under 30 right. they usually go into work so they're not sweating and all that sort of stuff and they go in at a faster pace
0: do you know what I'm prepared to do? <laughs> Only in the interests of research yeah. and my massive professionalism to the programme, I'm prepared to go into work on a green air electric bike and Dumb. see if it does the work. I would love you of to. Of course, do if that. I go into work, I'll have to come home, so it'll be a two way trip. George, that would be the moment of my lifetime. <laughs> no, no, I think it. I mean, I just seriously, because, I mean, we all know about bicycles and, we all, and that sort of stuff. But this is a new uh, idea. So why don't I do it and report back on it uh, to you? George, right? can
2: I just talk about one other part? You have to it. be very quick now. because Part, this part program, of the cycling. Yeah. Uh, I also use it to go mountain biking, which I thought I'd never do. That's a bit scary, by the way. I fell off in Northern Ireland, cracked my head, and I haven't been back but there's about 30 people over 60 years of age doing mountain biking on electric mountain bikes all over the Wicklama Hills. All right.
0: Okay, David, just before you do go, you're only given one day out of 30 days to greenair.com. Are you going to give the other... Are there 29... or Can we get 29 other companies <laughs> out there that you would... on From kickstart your business and you'll mentor all them for free as well. Can we improve that? <laughs> George, that is
2: probably the most awful thought I could ever
0: think of in retirement. <laughs> all right, if you're out there and you feel you could put up with David Bunworth one day a week for free, uh, I'm. we'll make sure he does it. We'll twist his arm so he can mentor you. And by the way, if you check his back pocket, he always carries a ton of cash in his back pocket for these kind of investment opportunities. <laughs> They're called preference shares in his lexicon. <laughs> David Bunworth, thank you for coming on the programme. Thank program. you, so Ger, uh, Tannum of Island Bridge Development, thanks for this extraordinary new <laughs> Kickstarter business you've developed. And uh, thanks to me for, as usual, doing a great job on it. And uh, the terrifying prospect of going into town on an electric bike on the uh, N11 uh, cycle path. All right, coming up next, we'll find something for you as we always do on the Rise Walk